Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I'm an automotive writer for Bay Area News Group, and I publish and edit the website, theweeklydriver.com. My co-host is Bruce Aldrich, and today we have on Alan Witters, who is the CEO of uh, T4L and uh, Transportation for Life. And um, T4, T4L is among the new companies that are doing car subscriptions, and we want to gain a lot of knowledge today uh, about that world. So, Alan, welcome to our podcast. Oh, thank you very much for having me today. Sure. Can you give us an overview, Alan, of of this uh, new world of car subscriptions and why it's a good thing now and what you guys are all about in a good general overview? Uh, yeah, the um, big thing that we uh, looked at when we created T4L, and we started working on this uh, in June of this year. Yes. And uh, I have a background in taking large uh, equipment purchases and turning them into utility models where the large CapEx acquisitions get paid for on a unitized basis, whether it be by the megabyte, by the minute, or by the mile now. Yes. Uh, and so we've taken that, and we also, uh, Elon Musk on the Tesla said he wanted to re- reduce the price of the, the cars. There's also a couple of very large behavioral changes that have happened in the last decade. We have uh, companies like Uber and Lyft that have basically created car usership. And there's a big shift from car ownership to car usership. Uh, there is the what I would call the Amazon client-first economy, which means it's all about service and the client being first. And then we have also digitized basically every person in the United States so far uh, has some sort of digitization going on in their life. We put together, pulled together all those pieces of that puzzle and looked at transportation as a service as a as a serious problem and with the advent of the electric vehicles we're able to put a business model together that allows a multi-tiered all-inclusive membership subscription service that is about 10 percent lower cost than what costs to operate a car for yourself much higher levels of service and less brain damage uh, trying to own a car. Gotcha. Uh, Alan, uh, what uh, what type of benefits do you receive over ownership? Just uh, you mentioned, you know, in generalized terms, but do you get to swap cars? Uh, how often? And what? what well, how many cars do you have at look- your disposal? I'm going to start at the uh, at the sort of the client expectation experience uh, benefits. You do not have to sit in the DMV. That's a good thing. There you go. You got me. You started at the top, okay. man. That's a that's a perfect one. Thank you. I'm in. We're, we're in. <laughs> you don't have to deal with an insurance company or its agents. That's a good thing. Yep. You you do not have to go to a car dealer, and then give them your email or your address or try to not do that. That's impossible. Uh, You don't have to worry about maintenance, tires, brakes, uh, your 
tickets, your tolls, or your fuel. Now Wait, let's get to the vehicle. What do you mean <laughs> tickets? Oh, what do you mean like a like a like a parking ticket? Absolutely, we take care of all that for you. Holy smokes! Is that a problem in Naples, Florida? Is that a big? <laughs> Uh, it, it, it can be a problem. It can be a problem depending on the driver. Gotcha. I understand. <laughs> Go ahead, Alan. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go back. What? Continue what you were saying. So, so we now, if you want to get to the vehicle, we can because um, our services uh, are going to be actually offered to vehicle owners also to help make their lives better. Uh, you'll see us releasing, uh, our concierge services only in about six months to, uh, electric vehicle owners also that, uh, that want to own a car, which is fine. We don't care. Uh, but, uh, you know, we include everything and, and it's a, uh, you can pick the car you want. Um, we're currently working with Tesla. They're, they're the leader in the industry at this point, but we have, uh, we have relationships with Nissan, uh, VW couple other makers and you know we're looking at putting probably 50,000 teslas in in uh our fleet over the next three to five years um it gives us a lot of benefits of scale uh we have what we call as the perpetual subscription plan you subscribe and it's similar to you know your utility bill or gas or electric bill or your cell phone bill you know you it's just going to be there for the rest of your life. And you can make changes. You can come in and swap cars. You can upgrade or downgrade according to your lifestyle changes. Uh, but we look at a client being a perpetual client for us. Uh, because, And we're going to keep them because of our service. Do, I know. They, do they offer a timeout? Like if they're gone from Naples, they're, uh, they live in New York or something, and they're gone for six months out of the year? Yeah, so... So this brings up some really interesting things that we're doing with the, the behavior and usage of, of vehicles. Um, we have a flex plan that we're working on. And where we live in Naples, we have a lot of snowbirds. And they really don't want to be moving their cars back and forth all the time. Sure, yeah. And they'd rather, they'd like to have a nice car for three months and then not have a nice car for three, for the, the other, you know, nine months. So we have flex programs where you can, you can buy by the mile and the time you need a car for yeah. uh, the subscription on the vehicle. Bruce kind of uh, asked my question, but I was going to refer into the Sacramento area where people come in and work, you know, in the state government uh, in the capital for three months, six months, a year. And I was going to say that that would be a, another market for um, someone who has a subscription rate, a subscription ID in Sacramento region. But in Naples, you just covered the base, people who are snowbirds. And that makes perfect sense. They they want a, a nice, you know, let's face it, a nice luxury car for three months, six months. And it seems ideal for, for that clientele. Um, does it based, uh, Alan, do you think it's based this success or potential success of these companies based on um, media, median incomes in, in areas of the country? I, I know Naples obviously is a, by and large, an upscale area with a high median income. Is, is it? Um, corresponding to the income of people in certain areas? Well, um, as you know, uh, cars have become basically almost the same price as houses. They're basically <laughs> a mortgage nowadays. Yes, indeed. 
And, and that's one of the things that we do is that we take a car and because electrics have a much longer depreciable life, I mean, Teslas are going four to 500,000 miles now and probably are going to hit a million miles in the next decade. Yes. Well, we look at that as a perpetual asset that you might take it for a year or two years or three years. You'll turn it back in when you want to swap up or down. We'll refresh that vehicle, put it back in the fleet at a discounted price, subscription price. And we'll do that 10 to 15 times, or we'll put it into our flex fleet, or we'll put it into our commercial or government fleets that we're working on right now. Or even of the ride sharing, we have a special fleet we're working on for ride sharing groups. Um, they, that's, that starts being smart about the vehicle. And um, I think the, the, the latter generations, the last two generations of, of people in this, in this country are concerned about responsible use of things like this. And so we plan out the whole life for 20 years of the vehicle. And at the end of it, we recycle it. Gotcha. Yeah. So, Alan, I'm thinking your clients would be, I don't know the demographic, you certainly do, but, you know, 50 and above. But they're not the techie type people that would go for this, are they? Or who is your well, clientele? So, what's interesting is that we cover, um, you, you might think that all the retirees and everything are, are you know, you know, very rich and can afford anything. Well, we deal with a lot of retirees that are on fixed pensions, social security, you know, and the cool thing is they don't drive very much. And so we have a, we have a plan that starts at 5,000, a subscription plan that starts at 5,000 miles a year. You can get into a a nice Tesla three for 599 a month that includes everything. Wow, uh, we're okay. we're working on we're working on some lower end cars with some of the other vendors like Nissan and VW, and we believe we'd probably get down to a four hundred dollars subscription per month. So That's, you can you can base it on mileage, which that makes sense certainly. Yeah, to get the yeah. price down. That's that's interesting because I know that you know whether whether people purchase a new vehicle or a used vehicle and, and they do it. With a payment, uh, obviously they're paying interest, and if you go to buy a car for cash, let's just say you take a Tesla and you're, for round figures, you pay $100,000 for one, as soon as you get that Tesla off the showroom floor, you've, you've lost money. And um, that's another reason why your, your idea makes perfect sense. Why, if you have the wherewithal to buy the car, that's one thing, but it's not a very good investment unless you're buying a vintage car, I'm thinking, so it makes me yeah. even more sense. Yeah, and so some of my background was, uh, again, taking assets, um, primarily in the computer industry, very expensive computers and, and turning them into utility devices. And it's really interesting because we did this in the 90s, 95, 96 through 2000. We put a lot of computers out at people's places. And because it's a service model and we over-provisioned like we're doing here with our cars, you actually extend the life of it. There are some of those computers that are still running today, 24 years later, and they've had software updates, but that's the way we sort of look at these electric vehicles. If you maintain them, they should go a long, long way. Yes. Alan, I know in California, we have um, um, the Department of Motor Vehicles, and we have AAA, 
And we have maybe one other company uh, in our part of the world that are doing these uh, variety of car subscriptions, not exactly what you're talking about, but similar. And in Florida, of course, you have uh, at least two competitors that I'm aware of, and I'm sure that you know of more. It's your it's your world. Is there enough business to go around to to sustain um, a variety of these different companies? Um, well, it's all going to get boiled down to good service. Yes. Um, you know, you, you, you're dealing with the same vehicles, so that's that's a moot point. It's all about service. Yes. And the vehicle is actually probably only around thirty percent of the thirty to thirty-five, maybe forty percent of the cost of value in all car ownership. Okay. Yes. And and so it's all the other stuff that costs you the money, the time, the brain damage that we take care of. Uh, that is really the where the high value is. And now, if they can keep up with us, great. If they do better than us, great. But this this particular subscription marketplace is growing at like sixty nine percent compound annual growth. Wow, I didn't know. So, so it's a, it's a huge expanding market. Um, we displace, there's also a big change going on because car ownership is changing to car usership. You don't have a need for car dealers and you don't have a need for insurance brokers and, and insurance agents for the automotive aspect anymore. Uh, you'll, you're, you're seeing a lot of things become more efficient. Middlemen are being carved out and, uh, that means there's opportunity. Uh, disintermediation is op- equals opportunity in our world. Uh, and the 100-year-old automobile industry is now going through a huge giant shift of going to basically where you're dealing with software-configured cars. Yes. And Tesla has, has completely led that. And uh, that's we're taking advantage of, all, of those changes in behavior and economic models, all those kinds of things. Where are you now with your company? Um, I noticed uh, it being, being in communication with uh, your marketing and public relations guy who's very good at what he does, uh, Louis or Louise, however you say his name. Um, yeah, Louis. Louis, um, you guys did a um, – was it was it on one of the major companies, the, the – the, I'm saying the wrong word here. The fundraising companies. Uh, what what do you call that again? Uh, yeah, we uh yeah crowdfunding. Crowdfunding. Just, Thank you. Yeah, Monday Monday of this week we actually got our SEC approvals. Yes. And yesterday we we launched a small million dollar wefunder.com round. If you go to wefunder.com slash t4l. Yes. The number the letter T number four the letter L. You'll you'll be able to see our offering there. Um, and that's got all of our business information there and the way we do things, stuff like that. When will the first cup, uh, first customer, uh, walk in the uh, figurative door or has that already happened? Um, we have, um, we've got several clients that have signed up, uh, where our first deliveries uh, will probably be in January. Um, right now, with car deliveries coming out of Tesla at uh, six to twelve weeks. Gotcha. Uh, as everybody else in business uh, has experienced, um, what has been your experience with um, with our health issue in the world, our, the COVID crisis? What? How did that affect your your 
moving forward with your new business? I think it's actually accelerated it. Yes. Um, because people don't want to go out and expose themselves in the DMV and deal with taxes and registrations and all the things you have to deal with personally and get out there. And, uh, you know, this this business makes much more sense than, than owning a car. I mean, I just turned in one of my leased vehicles and, you know, it's like I'm going this route. I mean, a lot of that was determined by just my own need for a vehicle. Yes. Alan, I'm interested. I used to work for the Department of Insurance here in California, so I'm kind of interested yeah. in, in the insurance aspect. One of them is the uh, liability insurance. You know, if a guy, one guy's say, I want to rent or buy a subscription, I'm 21 years old, I got two drunk drivings, and my buddy here is he's 55 and he's never had a ticket. So there's a quite a disparity there. And what if, how many wrecks can I get in? Do you, do you take care of my vehicle damage when I do something stupid and crash the car? Yeah, so this is a really interesting thing because we're changing the dynamic of insurance quite a bit. Um, you have to think that it isn't a driver to a vehicle per se. It's a pool of drivers and a pool of vehicles. And so from a fleet perspective, we have a... Uh, analytical capability that owning one car you just don't have we have the ability to average everything across the whole fleet from an actuarial perspective so um, this gets also to be a little more interesting because with our insurance companies we pay by the mile on usage um, there is no fixed insurance fee and guess at how many miles you're going to drive or all that stuff we take our our, our customers our, our subscribers our members they need to have a 700 plus credit if they're the financial responsible party. Uh, we typically uh, subscribe to 25 year old and, and older, but if there is a younger driver, there's a young driver surcharge that goes with that Okay. until they're 25. And every additional driver to the vehicle is goes through a motor vehicle check, make sure they're good drivers. Um, we will tell people no in some cases. Understood. Um, okay, so it's a pool. It's more like healthcare or something. Healthcare at work. Well, it, it, the, our subscribers get the benefit of that, yes. I see. Our Alan, members. Alan, you mentioned uh, the possibility, um, I'm assuming with a Nissan product or another non-Tesla product, of someone uh, perhaps getting a vehicle for let's, between four and $500 a month. Do you have the prices set? already um, on the variety of vehicles, whether it's Tesla or BMW, another electric vehicle? Do you have them all set or is it uh, still in development? Um, for all the Teslas, we have 760 models that we have subscriptions. And these are all the different color combinations, uh, model type configurations, rim configurations, color configurations. We're in the middle of doing that also with uh, the Nissan and VW uh, vehicles also. I see. So you literally, you can config. We, we've built applications that allow you to configure the exact car you want, and it will give you the exact price of the subscription. I see. Um, high end uh, estimate if, if you wanted you know all the bells and whistles on the on the most expensive Tesla do you have that uh, uh, about $139,000 gotcha and probably around $2,200 per month for a subscription gotcha okay 
Well, I guess if you if you sat down like in the old days when I used to have an eleven by sixteen Manila Manila notepad, in fact, I did the long division. I could probably figure out, and I'm sure everybody else would. That in that respect, it's probably uh, with all the things you've mentioned, it's probably if you have the wherewithal to do it, I would say why not do it? You've got to have the the money to buy a Tesla going in, but this sure seems like a way to streamline your your busy life by doing it all in all in one. Yeah, so the uh, we typically are going to be about a half to sixty percent of the lease deposit, uh, probably thirty to forty percent of uh, equity required on a loan, uh, and um, we'll be ten percent average below your cost of ownership total, uh, and the monthly payments will be equivalent to uh, again probably ten uh, percent uh, below what it would cost you. Uh, to, to do insurance and uh, car payments or lease payments for that. Gotcha. Very good. Are your uh, are you going to set up your own maintenance facilities, or you go to Tesla use theirs, or what? We use Tesla's uh, maintenance. We're uh, all of our cars are under warranty, in some cases extended with Tesla, uh, and uh, we do visualize envision uh, rolling out. Uh, in major metropolitan areas, what we call our uh, electric vehicle centers. And they would uh, be combined charging service centers and showrooms for all electric vehicle makes. Uh, wow. That, that's okay. Good. That's yeah. ambitious. That's ambitious. That's a great, great service. Yeah, that'll, that'll probably end up becoming a franchise model. Great. Uh, Alan, um, I don't know Florida. I barely know California automotive rules, but I don't know anything about Florida. Were there some obstacles? Did you have to uh, negotiate with the people who control the automotive world? Did you have to um, jump over some hurdles and figure that all out? And if um, you did, what what were some of those roadblocks, if there were any? Uh, we really haven't found too many major roadblocks, other than that the uh, the states and the uh, taxing and registration groups are having don't really have laws that apply to subscriptions. They try to put you into a lease or a rental box, and we're completely different. Um, so we're actually helping them streamline a lot of that. Uh, the We're a fleet, so we work typically directly with the automobile company and their fleet group. Uh, and we've had pretty good uh, relationships with everybody we've talked to there. Back to the uh, insurance thing again. Do, have you spoken with any insurance commissioners outside of uh florida um so we don't believe that uh there's any issues to talk to them at this point because of the uh fleet ownership is it's uh it would look similar to a trucking fleet uh and where you have uh you don't know what driver's going into what vehicles. And it's really more of an issue between our contractual clauses with our insurance carriers and the insurance carriers. Okay, I got it. Uh, as a car reviewer, people sometimes ask some of the cars I, I drive, you know, have manufacturer plates, dealer plates, ordinary, regular, uh, traditional license plates. Minor point, but um, what kind of plates do your cars have? Uh, they will have a, a typical uh, commercial, probably a commercial plate, depending on the state. Yes. Uh, typical license plate. Now, we might do a bunch of vanity plates that just say T4L, 
Great. Who knows? And then people behind you will say, well, they're, what the spend, heck is that? they spent 100 miles trying yeah. to figure out what it means. I think it's it's a great act. I, I, I think sure. it's fantastic. It's a good one. Any kind of three three letter ones are usually the ones that people can remember. When it gets much longer, they uh, they um, have difficulty. Alan, I, I'll yeah, you, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, well, all of our fleet will be branded discreetly, typically in the uh, left uh, driver's side rear window. You'll see an etched T4L. Okay. So you'll know, know, know that you'll see our vehicle brands everywhere. Oh, I'll, I'll conclude our, our half hour with you or so by asking, is there some area that we've, you know, Bruce and I, and um, I would say a majority of people are new to this, this new world of car subscriptions. So there's something that a major area that we're completely forgetting that you can enlighten us with. Oh, well, I'll just say it's easy. It's yes. Painless. And, uh, we're here to make, uh, make, uh, enjoyable transportation access. Perfect. Um, thank you, Alan. We want to thank our, our guest today, Alan Witters, the CEO of T4L Transportation for Life, uh, car subscription service uh, based in Naples, Florida. And um, I don't know about Bruce, but kind of won me idea. over. I, he yeah. won me over today. So not that that was your goal, but um, it sounds like a, a really good idea for people who want to stream life, streamline their, their busy lives. So, Alan, thanks a bunch for for being our guest. Thank you. Well, thank you. All right. We'll be in touch. Appreciate it, Alan. Cheers. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye.